The Rant Network, with Scott Fisgell and David Solomon. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. We think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. Good afternoon, everyone, and it is hump day. It's Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. I'm hoping that you're surviving this wonderful week. And I'm David Solomon, flying solo today. My friend Stuart Briskell is unable to join us today, but we'll be back here on Friday. And so, folks, you know, really, you know, when Stuart is not here, I usually tend to talk about stuff that is, you know, not up his alley in his in his realm. But this one, Stuart would have really loved. So, in case you are, you know, following politics around the world since COVID has began. Many, many leaders have found themselves in the enviable position of declaring emergency powers in their local country and taking control. Democracy was a question for a lot of these countries, and a lot of people were beginning to wonder whether or not they wield too much power, whether or not that some of these, these leaders, the, lead, the, the power has gotten to their head. And the best example of that must be King Justin Trudeau. That's right. The king, the prime minister of Canada, I call him the king because, frankly, that's exactly how he's been acting since he got into power. That he believes that democracy, not as important, he could do whatever he wants. We've seen how he's acted with all of the controversies and the scandals that he's gotten away with. Apologized, yes, but, you know, what the heck. And then came COVID. And when COVID came, he decided to dissolve parliament and and to run the country autocratically, claiming emergency powers, claiming the importance of it. He completely shredded his predecessor, conservative prime minister, you know, Mr. Harper. Stephen Harper wanted to do that. And Trudeau absolutely called him out and said, it is not democratic. But of course, it's the do as I say, not as I do, Justin Trudeau. And he did that. And for two years, That is how he has run. He has run the country as as a megalomaniac, as a dictator. Now, it's the old wolf in sheep's, sheep's clothing. He looks great. He sounds wonderful. He talks well. He goes to to talk to about the people of Ukraine and cries. He's a crier. He's a drama teacher. By the way, he is a drama teacher. He's great at that. But as a leader. He's terrible. In the most recent incident with the Freedom Convoy that came to Ottawa, Prime Minister Trudeau hid under his bed, bed, told by the RCMP, oh, there might be some violence. So he ran away and disappeared. And as we've seen in the last four weeks, by contrast, Vladimir Zelensky in Ukraine, how he acted as a leader, standing with his people, for his people, And Justin Trudeau doesn't really care about his people. That's right, his people. Because that's how monarchs like to talk. So this regent decided that he is in trouble. What's the latest problem? The conservatives in Canada are about to, to have a leadership race. There will be a new leader in place within six months on the conservative side. And there are two very solid, very powerful candidates. Pierre Polièvre from Ottawa and Jean Charest from Montreal. Polièvre was a young stud, ready to rock and roll. Jean Charest is a seasoned, grizzled vet who's ready to rock and roll, let alone other leaders who are trying to be to get into the, to the leadership. But those are your two front runners, and those are 
powerful people. In all likelihood, Justin Trudeau wet his bed, had to change his diaper, and realized what can he do to ensure that his minority government doesn't get toppled within the next 12 months? Because in the last election last fall, Justin Trudeau only got a minority. He had he called an election and there was no change in the way Canada was put together. And now he is at the risk that within a year, there will be an election if he doesn't do something. So what do all great monarchs do, right? To protect themselves from being knocked out of power, they forge alliances. Aha. What does Justin Trudeau do yesterday? He announces a deal with the socialist New Democratic Party of Canada for, so he could stay in power for three more years. That's right. Justin Trudeau made a deal with socialists in order to stay in power. What does it mean? Simply put, Justin Trudeau decided on his own that he'll make a deal with people where he's going to spend money willy-nilly so he could stay in power. So Jagmeet Singh, the leader of the NDP, has become a very powerful man all of a sudden. He is all of a sudden telling Justin, oh, you want my vote? You want my party's vote so that you don't lose? This is what we want. And he had a series of policies that he demanded from Trudeau. And Trudeau absolutely said, yes. Dental care for young children, very important. Agreed. Sounds like a great policy. Right? 10-day leave for, for federal workers. Uh, take it or leave it. I'm not sure where it goes. But the idea here is that the NDP is a spending party, not a party that cares about the economics, not a party that's caring about inflation, not a party that's caring about the poor Canadians that are suffering. Although they'll tell you opposite. That's not true because they don't care that there's a spend. Governments should just spend. There's no be fiscal responsibility. And Justin loves it. Spend, you get a vote. He paid people to stay home. He got votes. So, of course, the NDP makes sense as a party in, in terms of a partnership, right? But here's a question for you. The most important part, according to Justin Trudeau, is the environment. The environment has been on the forefront. He's criticized the conservatives. He's criticized other parties for not being in favor of the environment. And you would think that the NDP, this socialist party, the party of the left, is coming in with demands about the environment. And instead, what they came up with was the biggest fluff shit you could possibly imagine. Rather than come up with a program, rather than come up with a policy, rather than come up with a strategy, rather than come up with a plan, even their biggest supporters said this was the biggest hunk of crap they've heard. There was no substance. There was no plan. There was, yes, we're going to take more time and we're going to invest more efforts in ensuring that by 2030, we're going to be better at the environment. What a load of crap. So dental care for young children. Yep. Check. Federal workers getting 10 days off work. Check. But the environment. So-called hot topic election for the last few elections. No. Trudeau didn't push for it like he said he should have. Jagmeet Singh didn't push for it. So again, this so-called coalition is a bunch of garbage. Garbage. Now, when you look at the, the, the incredible things, I mean, I love it when the media 
calls out this bullshit. Here's an example. Deal is little more than congealed fog with a slimy aftertaste. The deal involves virtually no measurement or enforcement, just a horrid mass of jellified feel-good rhetoric. <laughs> this is the National Post. They love Justin. They couldn't wait for him to get elected. And look, even they're criticizing him. Power grab. Opposition parties, land-based liberals, and the NDP for deal. I mean, power grab. This is the message. Justin was looking for a way to stay in power. He got to his head. He loves this power. Almost monarch-like, almost regal way, almost, you know, in an autocratic way. He basically told Canadians that in this last election, I don't really care about what you say. Now, you're going to tell me here, look, there are countries all over the world where when there's a minority government, you forge alliances, you create these type of things, and sometimes opposites attract. And sometimes, you know, you make a deal with the devil. Canadians have voted in the last election and said to every one of those parties, we're not happy with what you're doing. And the one message that they told Justin over six, almost 70% of Canadians disagreed with what Justin Trudeau was doing, which was spending at an outrageous amount. Inflation is ridiculously high. Gas prices are through the roof. And there is no policy. There is no future planning. There is nothing there. Now, I know that this wasn't there in the last election. Inflation wasn't that rampant. Gas prices wasn't that rampant. But these are two examples of Canadians telling Justin Trudeau, you need to be smarter. And instead, he does this deal to protect his own assets. That's right. Just about Justin. Not about you. Not about me as Canadians. And the scary part, folks, is that countries like Canada in different parts of the world are watching Canada and saying, hmm, how do we change the voting rules? How can we amend the voting rules and still look democratic? It won't work in the United States. Two-party system, I get it. But when you look at countries like the UK, France, Germany, other countries in Western Europe that are going through the elections, they are looking at Canada and saying, hmm, how could we do that? How can I ensure, how can I modify it so that I could stay in power longer? See, it's not only Vladimir Putin who, who didn't care about the people and just overtly changed the rules. These egomaniac, you know, power-hungry, king-like individuals, these politicians want to stay in power forever. And they're changed the rules. They poo-poo in the United States. Look, the voting laws, you know, when you make it stricter, the other side wants to make it looser. Do you know that the Liberal Party doesn't really care if you're a Canadian or not when it comes up to a local writing? They don't care. It's happening in my writing. The person who's the RMP here was voted in by people who don't live here and aren't even Canadian. Liberal Party of Canada wants you to make sure that they stay in power in perpetuity. That's their game plan. So other countries are watching Justin as he's in action. Other countries are watching King Justin and how he's acting and saying, how can they do it there? 
But as Canadians, the only thing we could do is vote. But right now, Justin made a deal and he put our vote on hold until 2025. We are going to be in debt to our necks. We are going to be in serious trouble. And we're going to have to pay for it for generations so that Justin can finish 10 years of being King Justin in Canada. That's the sickening part of it. We have nothing to do. We can't do anything. We can't rebel. I mean, look what happened in Ottawa when you bring a freedom convoy. He declares emergency act. He needs, it's the threat. It's the threat to the monarchy. The conservatives are freaking out. The Bloc Québécois, yes, separatist party, is freaking out. This isn't democracy. Only the Green Party of Canada is applauding it because, yay, we're going to get more spending, more socialist spending, because we really don't care about how much that hurts Canadians. That's right. You and I are going to pay for this for a long time because Justin wants to stay in power. You don't believe me? The Quebec Premier yesterday and the, the finance minister is going to pay every Quebecer five hundred dollars if they don't if they earn under a hundred thousand dollars in net income. Where do you think Legault learned that from? King Justin. See, Legault is watching Justin and saying, "Hmm, so that's how you stay king. I'll be king here." You could say that all politicians want to stay in power forever, and you're absolutely right; they want to stay in power. But there's a there the respect to democracy is gone. These leaders, thanks to Justin, are watching democracy erode. You hear in the United States that statement, like, oh, we're eroding democracy because we want stricter voting rules. And here we want less rules. Loose goose, no problem. Whatever you want. What's better, folks? What do you think we're going to be like here in three years? If Now, the NDP is saying, no, 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 no. I could still vote against you if you don't agree with me. Really? Let's see that happen in the next three years. Are we going to go to an election? Or are we stuck with the monarchy for the next three and a half years? I hope not. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening in today. It's Wednesday. Friday, Stuart will be back. And we look forward to catching up with you then. Stay well, stay safe, and we look forward to hearing from you. Please check us out on the rentnetwork.com. Check us out on our Facebook page, our Rumble page, our YouTube page. Share. Go to Buzzsprout. Go to Apple iTunes. Go to every, everywhere you can. You list the podcast. We're all over the place, and we're growing globally. Spread the love. Spread the word. Take care. We'll see you on Wednesday, on Friday.